For as long as I've known the NBA, it's been a stars league. But even among the stars, there's an exclusive club. Russell, Dr. J, Jordan, Kobe. They're all part of a select group that paved the way for the NBA superstar of today. And some even shared secrets with each other along the way. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Jackie McMullen, and this is the Icons Club. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on all of the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explorer page in the post and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid. Featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. All righty, let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is Rocket Breakdown right here on the Ring of Gambling Show. And I had to bring out the cast of characters. I had to bring in my guys. I needed all the help humanly possible to pick this bracket to nail some winners. I'm joined by Mike Carver, our buddy Carver High over at Sports Grid. We have Art DeCesar from the Superbook over at the Westgate, our Vegas extraordinaire. The triple threat is here. What's happening, fellas? JJ, always good to be with you, my man, as we are ready. One of the best weeks of the year, right, Art? One of the best weeks of the year, baby! Mike, this is the best, man. This is what we gear up for, all of us who love this college basketball. This is everything, man, so this should be a lot of fun to break down all these games. All right, guys, I'm going to start with you on this, Mike. How important is it to look at the odds to win the region before you put any pen to paper. You know, I feel like I've learned this now over the last like seven to eight years. I won't sniff a bracket until I see, all right, who's favored, whose odds are juicy, whose odds make sense. Is that a must-have for you before you get into this thing? I think in a couple of circumstances, you want to do it. Uh, You know, especially when you start to get I mean, for first-round games, J.J., I don't know. I don't think it makes all that much difference. Maybe if you're looking at the 8-9 games or the 7-10 games, if you're seeing a big difference uh, in a couple of those teams. I mean, look, I'll give you one. uh, I mean, there's one right here, right? I mean, San Francisco and Murray State. I mean, look at the difference in those two teams to win the East region. and They're playing each other in the first round. I mean, mean that you're you're talking a huge swing, 32-1 to and 50-1. to I mean, that's, that's pretty substantial for two teams that are playing each other in the first round and, and are supposed to be a tight game, a 7-10, right? 
No question about it. And Art, from a standpoint of a 5-12 seed and a certain spread, like look at Iowa and Richmond, which we'll get into in a little bit. Monster number for the Hawkeyes. Monster number for the Bruins. Then you have the Jackrabbits taking on Providence, and it's only a one and a half and a two-point spread. Does that play a major role for you when you're filling out your bracket? Well, it definitely would for me when I look at something like that. Providence is the perfect example. And, you know, we talked about to break down the region. Providence is 50 to one to win their region as a four seed. So that just tells you all you need to know. Their spread is two points. We know they've been very lucky this year. They've had a lot of lucky wins. They still won the games. But all these other, you know, four and five seeds are pretty big favorites outside of maybe like an Arkansas, you know, Vermont's getting a lot of love as like a dog darling. But yes, I definitely like to look at that. And when I'm trying to get a team into the Sweet 16 or an Elite Eight, when I'm filling out my bracket, I want to see what their odds odds are to win a region. Okay, all right. I got the odds for the East region. The one seed is not the favorite. Kentucky is the favorite at 250. Baylor at 260, Purdue at 500, UCLA at 600, Texas at 1100, St. Mary's at 23 to 1. East region, Art, I'm starting with you. What stands out? You know, I think it's that Kentucky is a two, but they're the favorite. And I think Purdue, and I've told you this a million times, JJ, I have a Purdue future at 20 to 1. I don't like a lot what I've seen out of Purdue down the stretch, but the fact that they're still sitting there and they're still getting some love. UCLA, obviously, in there laying in the weeds. I don't really see anyone else out of that region besides maybe those three. I don't think Baylor will get there. I mean, they've had a great year and they're the defending champs. But I think it's Kentucky's to lose. But I think Purdue and UCLA will have something to say about it. Mikey, I'm sniffing Kentucky and UCLA in the Elite Eight. They're my two favorite teams in this region. I'm not in on Baylor this season. I'm not in on Purdue, especially what I've seen down the stretch. Do you have a dolling here in the East? Are you looking for super value? Where do you stand? I'm all in on UCLA for a while now, so I just have to run with it. Here's what bothers me, though, JJ. And me and you talk about this all the time. I feel like the entire world is picking UCLA to win this region. Yeah, it scares me. As we're getting closer and closer, and obviously there's a value perspective to that as well. You see UCLA, who went to the Final Four last year, you can make an argument that, when they're healthy, they have the best starting five, maybe in all of college basketball. When they get to run all five of those, they got no depth, but they got a great starting five. Six to one for them to win this region. Very strong, but I don't like that everybody's on them. Everybody is on UCLA right now. And you're right about Baylor. They're not the same team as last year, but they're tricky. Uh, you know, I, I'd be careful. I think that Baylor on a good night might be able to beat UCLA. But I'm going to stick with UCLA against Kentucky like you, JJ. I don't think there's too, there's a team here that's going to be able to completely demolish this region. You know, I, I've seen some Vatex. I've seen some people. And listen, hey, God Coach bless O'Toole, you. Hey, Coach guys. God Coach bless O'Toole you. Coach came on the podcast Sunday, pitched v- Virginia Tech to the Final Four. 25 to 1, by the way, if you're feeling frisky Ooh. enough to do that. 25 yeah. to 1 on Virginia Tech. I, I I can't do it. I, I just can't. That team isn't that good. I know they had a great week last week. I, I don't even know if they're going to win their first round game. I, See, I, I will get to I that. I, Texas, honestly. I like, them. I like them against Texas. I, I think that UCLA is probably as deep as you can go. And I know that Art likes Purdue. But uh, as we know, JJ, and you'll hear a lot in this, in this spot, I am anti-Big Ten. I'm fading the Big Ten every single chance that I get. All right, guys. We're not going to waste any time with the 116. You guys have a play on that. Be my guest. Or... Marquette, North Carolina. You're in Vegas. You know who's betting what. 
You guys are going to be begging, bro, for Marquette money. Begging, begging, begging for Marquette money. And because everybody and their mother is on them, the line has only moved a half point. I kind of like Marquette here. Full disclosure, guys, I do. Well, you know, I wrote down about eight to 10 games where we have some first round, first round liability. That's one of them. And that's in the top three. UNC, we open minus two. We actually at the Westgate have three and a half right now. Wow. So we've taken some pretty good UNC money and it was actually sharp money early. Obviously the public's going to get here and bet UNC because it's UNC. You're right. These eight, nine games are toss ups. I mean, North Carolina has shown you nothing all year. Not that Marquette's anything special. But the fact that it's moved a point and a half here, you're probably getting some value on Marquette at the three and a half. And you're going against the public. So you know how that always works out. In the end, you're usually going to cash some tickets when you're going against the public. So right now, UNC is in our top three as far as liability goes early on here. If you were betting that game, Art, are you on Marquette? I think I would now because it's three and a half. I think if I could have gotten the two, you know, I've talked to you about this. If I can get the basket and under, sometimes I feel good about that. You could even go money line with UNC. But I think the fact that it's gotten at three and a half, and who knows, by the time this game tips off, maybe it's four. Yeah, I think there's some value on Marquette. Carver, can we make it a family play? Let's go here. Uh, it's a family play. I'm on Let's Marquette. Go, uh, I'm baby. on Marquette. Uh, look, I, I don't think that this North Carolina team is any good. I think that Marquette will be able to slow them down. I actually love the under in this game. It's one of my favorite total plays. Uh, out of the entire... What is that, pro- at 151 or 152 153 and a half? 153 now. 153. I'm seeing it in some spots. And I know North Carolina up and down. Marquette knows how they're going to win this game is to slow the game down. I think that Shaka will do that. And I think this game will go way under 153. But I like Marquette as well. You know, hold on, Mike. I Go ahead, Art. Sorry about I, that. I like that you brought that up because there have actually been only really two games Point wise, point spread wise. I'm, I'm sorry, not point spread wise. Total wise, that have moved. The UNC game has moved four points. Yeah. I mean, it's literally gone four points to the over. It was like 148 when we opened it. It's like 152, 152 and a half. So the fact that you're getting all that over money, I'm with you. There's definitely a sneaky look on the under in that game. Yep. All right, I'm looking at Akron and UCLA. Why is that line going from 15 to 13 and a half? Well, I'll say this: we took some Arkan- we took some Akron sharp money. We did. I, you know, I don't know if that's because people, you know, despite UCLA being the team they were preseason number two, final four team, returning basically all these guys, I, you know, a lot of times it's the last thing you saw. They had a great first half against Arizona, and then basically got blown out of the building in the second half. Now, I understand Akron is not Arizona, but people just look at it like, all right, UCLA will do what they got to do. They'll get by, but, you know, 14, 15, depending on where you get it, it's too many points. So, yeah, early on, we saw Akron sharp money. Guys, I'm concerned now seeing 96% of the money coming in on the Hokies against uh, Texas. Line went from two to one. Mike, you're out on the Hokies. I'm out, baby. I'm on Texas. Uh, there is way, way. Here's the thing for me, JJ. One, you just said it. The whole world is on Virginia Techs. 96%. Go ahead. You guys want to bet the Hokies. This team was awful before last week. Awful. They weren't even in the discussion of making the NCAA tournament. And they had a great couple days in Brooklyn. God bless them. Texas is the play for me here. Beard is a great tournament coach. First year with the Longhorns. I know that they're not pretty to watch. It will not be a fun game. This is another under that I like. As JJ knows, I like a lot of unders now in these tournament games. But I like the under, and I think that Texas will beat them. Uh, man, that's tough. I, you know, 
I kind of like Virginia Tech. All but right. Tech, there we go. They, I, I'll say this. They have kind of a feel of like Georgetown last year. They went on that See, run. See, I disagree with that, Art. I disagree from this standpoint. Okay. Virginia Tech's computer numbers all year have been excellent. Now, I know they play like crap until about late January, early February. They lost a couple of buzzer beaters. They lost a couple of games that were right there in the ACC. All year, the nerds and Kempom have been drooling the Hokies. So I don't see it the way I see it with Georgetown. I thought Georgetown last year was going to get smoked by Colorado. I thought they had no business being in the tournament. See, I think this Virginia Tech team can play. I think they can play. Oh, I think they can too. And you know, last week when I was on with you, I picked them against Duke. I love getting six. I mean, and listen, I give you all the credit. You're the one who put me on them a month ago. Like, hey, keep your eye on Virginia Tech here. And I kind of started taking a longer look at them. It is scary when basically the entire universe, and I'm going to be a sucker too. I'm going to take Virginia Tech as well because outside of what Mike said, I do like what he said about Beard. Beard is a good tournament coach, but I just like Virginia Tech. I hope the, you know, the little layoff doesn't hurt them, but I'll, I'll ride with the hookies here. Mikey, I know you have been a firm believer in the Dons. The Dons have been a favorite of a group chat that we are in art. So, Mike, I know you're picking the Dons in this first round game in the 7-10, right? You're on San Francisco. I, I don't know, JJ. I'm Ooh, still very you're backing, listen. You're backing off your boys. Well, I'm, well, here's the thing. Like, and I hate that the committee did this. I, I, why do they put these two teams against each other? In the first round, I want to see San Francisco and Murray State take on the big guys. That's what I want to see. I hate when the committee does this. They've done this in the past with Loyola and with Gonzaga before Gonzaga became the powerhouse that they are. This sucks. But I think we have to go and look at what we were just talking about before when we looked at the odds to win the region. The Dons are 32 to 1 and Murray State's 50 to 1, but Murray State's a one point favorite in this game. All right, you tell me. Figure, tell me about how does that make sense? How does it make sense that the Dons are, are better odds to win the region, but Murray State's a one-point favorite in the game? Can we can we put the pieces together here? How does that happen? It, it, it is interesting when you look at it like that. I will say this. At the Super Bowl, we have San Francisco actually with better odds to win the region at 25 to 1. Murray State, we have 30 to 1. So it's so, closer. So it's closer. It is, closer than maybe a place like FanDuel. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 it is closer, but, you know, it's very thin. And I'm with you, Mike. You hit it. The fact that these are two of the most underrated and fun teams in the country, and you know, one of them is going to be bounced, where we could get like two great games out of them if they were spread out in this bracket. Because San Francisco, they have the uh, you know unfortunate thing where they play in Gonzaga's conference, so no yeah. one talks about them. Everyone talks about St. Mary's. San Francisco is really good, and we know how good Murray State is. They obviously jumped on the scene a couple of years ago with John Morant. They went undefeated in their conference. They have two losses. This is going to be one hell of a game. I actually think I'm riding with San Francisco in this game. Okay, gents. Double you got me. I'll take the Dons. I'm all on right. the Dons. I'm I like all... the Dons. I'm going with the Dons, too. I knew you'd come along. I knew you'd come along. Give me the double-digit seed, guys, that's playing the second weekend from this region. Art. <laughs> I'll say this. If Wyoming can get by Indiana tonight, I think Wyoming could beat St. Mary's. I can't see Wyoming beating UCLA, though. Can you? That's the problem. That is the problem. I, I mean, can't see Wyoming. That's why I, I like Virginia Tech. I think Purdue is there to be had. Yeah, I'm putting Virginia Tech as my double-digit seed in this bracket. I am All in right. the Sweet 16. I, 
I, I'm gonna get I'll get silly with mine. It's a definitely a long shot pick. But if I had to pick one double digit seed to get to the second weekend, it's Yale. Okay. Oh. Whoa. Because I because if Yale and I look, do I expect Yale to beat Purdue? No. But I think if they did, I think they would beat the winner of Texas and Virginia Tech. So if Yale somehow pulled a major upset against Purdue, I think that they would get to the second weekend. That's who I'll take. I don't like these other double-digit seeds. I think I love the Dons. They'll lose to Kentucky. I, Virginia Tech, I think they'll lose to Purdue. Uh, the winner of the Indiana game, Indiana's not beating UCLA. Uh, all right, if, if they ended up winning. And we obviously know Norfolk's not winning. I, so if I had to pick one, give me Yale. Yale, I think. Okay. Who's going to the Final Four in this region? Uh, I, I know it seems like we're all on them. I'm taking UCLA. I'm going down with the ship. And I'm seeing them at plus 600 to win the region. Sign me up right now. Bruins in the Final Four. I'm going to be chalky. I'm going to say Kentucky. I, I just, I, I'd love to see the UCLA-Kentucky game. I, I think that that would be a really, really fun regional final. And if it did happen, I just think that UCLA has more consistent scoring than Kentucky, and they'd beat them. So I, I got to go with UCLA. All right, so two UCLA's, one Kentucky for the East region. All right, guys, South region. Arizona, so impressive in the Pac-12 tournament. Dominant second half against UCLA. They are favored. They are a sizable and a significant favorite at plus 145. Tennessee's at 500. Villanova's at 550. Houston at 550. Illinois plus 1,000, Michigan plus 2,000. Art, fascinating that Villanova, Tennessee basically linked with Houston. And that kind of tells me that the books value Houston, who made the Final Four a year ago, as a legitimate Final Four threat. Do you see it that way? Well, at the Westgate, we definitely do because Arizona, the clear favorite in, in the South region at plus 160. Houston, we have as a second choice, plus 425, followed by Tennessee and Villanova, both plus 450. So we, we slot Houston in as second choice. Now, I think, you know, Tennessee's obviously going to get a lot of love here because what they did down the stretch, how they played in the SEC tournament. Villanova's always good. We know Villanova is going to win a couple games, probably get to the second weekend, and is always a threat. I don't see anyone beating Arizona. The way Arizona looked in that second half against UCLA, the way they pass and play defense, they backdoor you to death. They have their guards are great. I just, I, if you want to find some value, yeah, you can take one of those other teams at you know four to one, five to one. I think this is Arizona's region to lose. But Houston sitting there for us as the second choice is really interesting for a five. You know, Mikey, I would love to dive in with well, not Kentucky, Tennessee, who beat who beat Kentucky. What was it a couple of days ago in the SEC tournament? I just can't look past the fact that Barnes never wins these games. I think he's got a good team. I think he's got a tough team. But there are certain tournament coaches you don't trust. He's on the list. Therefore, I can't take Tennessee to the Final Four. I refuse to do it. I refuse to I refuse to take him to the second weekend, JJ. Oh, so you got oh, an out first weekend. Okay. I, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to do that. Yes. Uh, the Bear uh, from ESPN, Felica, he had a good uh, number on this. Barnes teams won 11 and one against the spread in their last 13 NCAA tournament games. Since Texas made the Elite Eight in 2008, Barnes' teams have made it past the first weekend once in nine trips, including being knocked out in the second round as a three-seed in 18 when they lost to Loyola. This team never gets it done in a big spot. I mean, never. 
So I am going to try to find ways to get uh, Tennessee out as early as possible. Well, I don't know if this is the bracket to do it, though, because obviously, uh, you know, this is, they got a pretty decent draw here at the bottom of this bracket. Okay. But the team they'd be playing, guys, is either Loyola Chicago or Ohio State. It's weird, Art. Normally, when you have these mid-majors taking on a power conference, you guys are rooting for the mid-major. You're not rooting for the power conference team. But because Loyola Chicago has been in the Final Four, they've been in the Sweet 16, they've been in a tournament, they're getting a lot of public love against the slumping Ohio State Buckeyes. You guys, I get the sense, are going to be big Ohio State fans on Friday morning. Accurate? I would say that against Loyola, absolutely. Now, we will get the people who just bet the name. There's plenty of people who come in here on these weekends and they just bet the name. They just look at it and they say, okay, I mean, listen, we opened the game. Loyola was favored. I mean, we opened Loyola minus one. So that tells you everything you need to know. We had Loyola as a slight favorite over Ohio State. So we as bookmakers and we as odds makers look at Loyola as the better team. The public probably won't see it that way. Sharp players are going to love to take Loyola. Public will be all over Ohio State. You know where I'm going, JJ. You know I will never, ever, ever wager or root for a Sister Jean in Loyola, Chicago. <laughs> there is absolutely no you way. I want them to roll her out of there by 3 o'clock on Friday and get her out of oh, there. Oh, baby. I don't, I don't need it. Gonna be, I, just, I don't know. I don't know I if you're going to be getting good luck coming your I, way on Sunday I, I, now. Go I, can't, I, can't, I can't do it again. I just can't. Uh, please. Oh, I, and, and you know I spit Ohio State big time. I don't want anything to do with them either. But, geez, just can you beat this team on Friday afternoon, please? Please. Well, I'm going with Ohio, Ohio State, State, guys. I'm in on the I mean, Buckeyes please. because it's the contrarian play. Everyone on Loyola Chicago, everybody wants Loyola Chicago. Nobody's going to want to touch Ohio State after what they saw in the Big Ten tournament. Perfect, perfect, perfect by low spot. I'm taking a seventh seed. Or can we make it a family play? I'm going to go with Loyola. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make it a family play. All no. right, so we split on a 7-10 naturally. Listen, okay. I, don't, I don't want the cross that hangs around my neck to burn. <laughs> so I'm just going to do it so I can move on to the next week. I just want to continue with my life. So I'm going to take Loyola, even if I don't believe they're going to win the game. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC slim fit trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln and the all new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates.
This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York, we want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. Fair enough. Now, guys, one of the narratives of last year's tournament, and it's been a narrative over the last couple of years, the Mountain West Conference has gotten slaughtered. Now, it had a good year. It sent four teams to the NCAA tournament, but I'm getting flashbacks of San Diego State having absolutely no clue how to handle a mediocre Syracuse 2-3 zone. They got absolutely smoked last year. Some of the other schools did not fare particularly well. Well, here we go. Colorado State is a six seed. They're a two-and-a-half-point dog against Michigan. Uh, Art, why is that the case? Why is Michigan, with the way they played down the stretch, computer numbers, is that why they're a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game? I think it's computer numbers. I think it's name recognition. And I think nobody gives love to the Mountain West. There's just no love for the Mountain West. Even us out here on the West Coast. And I've told you this a couple of times, JJ. I watch a lot of Mountain West basketball, man. It's out here. It's late night in the sports books. That's sometimes all we have on. They play good basketball in the Mountain West. They have not been good in the tournament. I mean, listen, them going against Michigan, it really is, even though Michigan's an 11, and they had a bad year, 17, 14, or whatever their record was, something like that. You know, it's basically David versus Goliath. They're going to look at Colorado State and go, I mean, Colorado State, please. So I think that's a big factor in it. And, man, I'm trying to find a way how, you know, they're going to win one of these games. I think Boise will beat Memphis, but I don't know. I might think, I think that might be the only game, unless Wyoming could beat Indiana tonight, that might be the only game that Mountain West wins. I'm on Colorado State here because this line makes no sense. Everybody's betting Michigan. Give me Colorado State. I'm in. You know what? The Mountain West sooner or later has got to win some games in the tournament. I'm going against Michigan. They looked awful down the stretch. Colorado State, Carver. I'm in. Uh, I'm in on Michigan. Here's the thing. Why is Colorado State a six? It just made, that makes no sense to me either. I I thought them Boise and and Wyoming were pretty, you know, pretty equal. And the Aztecs for that matter. And And the Aztecs as well. All those, and, and Art's right. I mean, I'm the same way. I watched a lot of these games. I mean, Wyoming was very, very good to me this year. Uh, you know, same thing in Colorado State in a few spots. But let's remember, I, I feel, just feel like Michigan is the type of team, they have so much more talent. And you're right, JJ, the line does stink a little bit. But if they could just put it together a little bit, they can outscore Colorado State in this game. They should be able to take care of business. And honestly, if they played their game, I think they could beat Tennessee too. All right, Art, well, heads up. You're breaking the tie. I'm taking Michigan. Wow, I'm a lone wolf with Colorado State. So be it. So be it. Okay, Carver, who's more live in your opinion? Chattanooga against Illinois, UAB against Houston. Chattanooga. Totally uh, agree. 1,000% for me. I I think it's Chattanooga. Uh, Illinois, they're on the list too. Uh, They could go out at any moment. Uh, It could be the mocks. It it could be the next round. I don't think Illinois, obviously they have a great player. Kofi Cockburn's a great player. I don't dis- I don't disagree with that. But uh, they're a team. You saw them slip against Loyola last year. You think maybe they learn a lesson from it. I don't. Uh, I could see them lose to the Mox. Uh, I'll take the Mox with the points. No question. I don't know if I'm 
if I'm got enough stones to take them on the money line, JJ, but I'll take the mocks with the points. And Orton, that 5-12 game with Houston and UAB, 81% of the tickets I'm seeing are on UAB, and yet you guys are very comfortable keeping that line right where it's at at eight and a half. Houston will absolutely be a bet for me on Friday night, 1,000%. Me too. You, you know, UAB early when it was nine and a half and we opened it, we took some good sharp money on it. We are sitting at the eight and a half now. But UAB has kind of been one of those sexy picks. And listen, it's the 512. It's the game that everyone feels that maybe two of the 12s win, maybe even three. People love to take the 12s, love them to win outright, love them to put them, put them in the Sweet 16, and definitely are going to feel good about taking them with the points. I'm with you. I think Houston's been very underrated. So... I wouldn't feel great either way, but I think if you had me make a pick, I would take Houston laying the eight and a half. I, I, I kind of am leaning to Houston now with the information that Art's given us, JJ. I, I, I kind of want to go to Houston uh, considering where they position them in this spot. And, and here's the one thing. Everybody loves the 512s, and I forget who it was, JJ. I texted it to you during Sunday. Maybe it was on the selection show or wherever. Like, the 413 is the new 512. 413s yeah. happen all the, the time now. The, la- the last the, the last three tournaments, they're five and seven outright. The, wow. the 13. Outright. So five Whoa, and seven outright. The 13 over the four. So that's like become the new 512. You want to know why? The 12s have gotten so much better. All these seeds have gotten better. It, it's so much tougher now. And that's why the 13's been very spunky these last few years. Guys, very tough eight nine matchup. Very tough eight nine Real matchup. Tough. TCU and Seton Hall are basically mirror images of one another. Now, full disclosure, I think either team will get smoked by Arizona in the second round. But the fact that TCU is as public as they are, I am concerned about that. Now, Seton Hall did not look great down the stretch. Seton Hall did not have a good run in the Big East tournament. But let's be real. They went up against a better version of themselves in the UConn Huskies. They are two mirror images of one another. That is a very tough team to play. They played UConn three times throughout the year. Willard has won first-round games. He never makes it out of the first weekend. Guys, this is not even a homer pick because, listen, I don't root for Seton Hall. I don't give a rat's ass about Seton Hall. I like them. I think Seton Hall is beating TCU. Uh, you know what? I'm with you. I like Seton Hall as well. TCU has been okay. I, you know, coach is good. Dixon's a good coach, but... Not right. great in the tournament. Let's no, be honest. Great the tournament. Not great in the tournament. He's not. He's not. And listen, either team is just getting, you know, served up to get killed by Arizona. But I'm with you. I would take Seton Hall. We opened Seton Hall as a slight one-point favorite. I'll take Seton Hall as well. I, I'm going with TCU, Johnny. And this is one of my spots where, yes, I know it's, it's very public heavy. But for me, it, it's just the path that they've taken to get here against Seton Hall. And this is nothing against the Big East. I just feel TCU, the night in, night out of the Big 12, uh, is going gonna, is gonna to prepare them more for this spot. You know, they beat Kansas. They played Kansas tough a couple other times. Baylor, uh, you know, all, all these games that they played against these teams. Um, I, I'm going to lean to TCU here in this game. Carver, before we give final four picks, can I convince you on a Blue Hens play against Jay Wright and the Wildcats? Uh, no, that I does not so. sound like a yes. I don't, I don't think so. 15 and a half. Here, here's the one thing that I will say. You might be able to on this aspect. Villanova has a tendency to come out very sleepy in these things. Uh, we, we've seen it in the past. Who was it? American? I mean, they've had a couple times, JJ, where in the first round as one and two seeds, Villanova's been sleepy. Maybe a first half play on the Blue Hens. 
How about a little first half on them? Villanova comes out sleepy. Ooh, okay. Okay. Five, how about, four how about this? Hold on. Let's Delaware is at Delaware is in the top seven for us liability wise. Wow. We've, really? taken, we've taken we've taken good Delaware money so far. And I think Mike hit on it. Villanova, yes, they've been great in these tournaments, but they'll probably overlook yeah. you know, Delaware a little bit. And yeah, I mean, listen, winning a game by 16, 17, 18 points. I mean, that's that's not easy. Not easy. So you know, we've took Delaware money early in it. You know, the early bets when these lines first come out, they're sharp plays because the public's not here yet. So Delaware money early. Final four picks, guys. I'm going chalky. I hate to do it. I can't see Arizona not getting to the final four. They look too damn good, especially after what I saw against UCLA. I'm falling in love. I don't love anybody at the bottom of the region. Thought about Houston. I think Houston and Arizona will play a great Sweet 16 game, but I'm going chalk. I got Arizona in the final four. I'm with you. I, I can't take anybody else here. I despise Tennessee. Um, I don't think Villanova can score with Arizona. Uh, if Villanova got to them in the regional final, I just don't believe they'd be able to score with them. And I don't think any of these other teams, I mean, Houston or Illinois, I don't think they're beating Arizona. So I, I got to take the Wildcats, unfortunately. I hate chalk, but I got to take We're, we're going to round it out. We're all going to be the same. I, I, I agree. I think Arizona right now looks like the best team in the country. So Arizona's going to win the South. All right, with three for three, uh, with Arizona getting back to the Final Four for the first time in a long time. All right, West Region, where Gonzaga's your one. They're the title favorite. They are the team that everybody thought last year was going to win it, and they made it to the championship game. They get smoked by Baylor. Listen to this, guys. Gonzaga minus 135. Duke, Coach K's last year. Duke is at plus 430 to win the West Region. Texas Tech's at 550. Connecticut's at 16 to 1. Arkansas's at 18 to 1. Alabama's at 25 to 1. Art, if you're looking for a team with value, this to me is a region of fine value because people are going to try to convince themselves not to take Gonzaga. Well, of course, they're the only team out there that's minus to win their region. We have sit minus 140. I mean, that's how good Gonzaga's been. That's how much respect is given to Gonzaga. Basically, with a minus 140, you're just penciling him in to the Final Four. We've talked about this, JJ. I, they don't score enough, but the way they play defense, 5-1 to one with Texas Tech, I love. I, I mean, you can even get nuts with UConn at like 20 or 25-1, to one, depending on where you get it. Texas Tech, to me, would be the team that I would find value on because there's no way you can lay a minus number on a team to make a Final Four. All right, Mikey, who do you like more? Texas Tech or UConn to make a run, or Arkansas. You can throw them in there, too. Arkansas, Connecticut, Texas Tech. Who's the more dangerous team of the three? I'd have to say Texas Tech only because of their draw. Uh, I think UConn's going to lose, if you want to. I'll just put it out there right now. Wow, that'd be a stunner. Okay, that's your Uh, 5-12 special. uh, Yeah, I I think the Aggies are going to beat them. Uh, And honestly, I I would love to pull the trigger on Vermont as well, but that's gotten way too, way too public for me. Way too much. How much the cat amounts. Uh, Now I'm just going to lay it with Arkansas at this point. That's how much Vermont love there is. I can't do it anymore. So if I had to out of those three, Texas Tech at plus 550. But as you know, J.J., I now officially despise uh, the Red Raiders after two Saturdays ago when they spent the last nine and a half minutes of that game against Oklahoma State and scored two goddamn points in the last nine and a half minutes and lost 51-50. So I am out on Texas Tech uh, going forward. They cost me big that day. Now, Art, (laughs) can you see the winner of the playing game? Because I can. The Rutgers-Notre Dame winner 
I think is very live to get to the round of 32. And who knows? Maybe could give a team like Texas Tech a run for their money. Who is more dangerous, Rutgers or Notre Dame? Oh, that's a real toss-up. I'd probably say Notre Dame. And I, I would agree. I think either team coming out of that 11 matchup will beat I'm up. picking either team against Alabama. Yeah, either me team. too. I, I feel the same way. And let me just throw a team, you know, something out there as far as because it's this region. I know Duke's going to get a lot of love and everyone's going to be on Duke. I'm not in any way going to pick Cal State Fullerton to beat Duke, but they are going to cover. Look, I know that we all just want to throw Alabama to the side of the road, and I get it, uh, deservedly so. They, you, you can't figure them out on a nightly basis. They've lost some awful games this year. They have big leads. They yak them up. They play reckless. They have the kind of talent that this year they beat Gonzaga, they beat Baylor, they beat Houston. Yes, they have awful losses to the worst teams in the SEC but they also have those wins. They went to the last eight last year. I, I, I just think everybody's throwing Alabama away a little too quickly. They here. just play no defense still, Mike. That's I know, the problem. I know, They've been I know, so bad on defense. And that's so why I think them, them and Texas Tech would be a very, very interesting game uh, in, in the second round. But I, I think the winner of the Rutgers-Notre Dame game will be live against them either way. Um, the 8-9 here, Memphis-Boise. Or Memphis has gotten really, really public. Hey, no, they definitely have. And, you know, Memphis closed the season out well. Obviously, they're going to get a lot of love with Penny Hardaway. I said it. I think this is basically the one game that the Mountain West can win. I like Boise in the game. You like Boise? I do too. Because there's no way 81% of the tickets should be coming in on a Memphis team that can recruit, but Penny's a pouring game coach. I'm sorry. Yep. He is a pouring game coach, and that scares me. And I think everybody is going to be talking themselves into Memphis, the athletes, the win over Houston. Mike, are we making this a family play in the 8-9? Oh, I think we are. It's a family play, baby. I'm in on love Boise. It. It's another one of my unders that I absolutely love. Boise is going to make Memphis, who wants to play fast, they are going to force Memphis into a rock fight. I think it's at like 135 or 136 right now. Uh, 134, it's actually gone down to. Love the under. Love Boise getting the points. Mikey, what are you getting the money line at for New Mexico State? Uh, right now in New York uh, on Fandle, it's plus 220. I actually went to six and a half. They were seven yesterday. It's six and a half now. What do you got it out there, Art? That's a little lower than I thought, to be honest yeah, with you. It, it's low. actually moved. Yeah, it's moved the point here. We had it seven and a half. So we have okay. it from seven and a half to six and a half. Um yeah, we're we're right at that two that two ten, two fifteen range money line. You know, it, it's funny, these it, it, once again it goes to the twelve. People are just gonna take the twelve. They're gonna take the points with the twelves. I'm sure there's gonna be some people who will throw them into money lines, throw them into some round robins, but there's a lot of love for these twelve seeds getting the yeah. points. Uh, I, I, this is the one I, I, I I don't like a lot of these 12s this year. Um, I do like this one. I, I think that New Mexico State is going to beat UConn. It's my one, it's my one outright. That's the one they will get a money line splash from me uh, in this game. Guys, before we give out our final four pick, Michigan State Davidson. Fascinating 7-10 game. Fascinating. You got Izzo in March. You know people are going to be lining up to the ticket window saying Tom Izzo, month of March, gotta bet him. Davidson has been a terrific, terrific team all year. Line went from two to one and a half. Seeing tickets on Michigan State, I'm seeing the money on Davidson. Is Davidson going to be a short play, you think? I could see it. 
And you're right. Izzo is always going to get his love. Even Michigan State, who sits as a seven seed, is still 25 to one to win that region. I mean, you know, they just get a lot of love. Michigan State does. No one's going to want to bet Davidson. It's just because nobody knows who they are. Once I'll again, be betting them. Don't you worry stuff. about that. I'll be betting them, Arthur Caesar. I'm on. Well, you know I'm the killer, baby. Bobby Mack. <laughs> you, you know why, JJ? Because you're sharp, buddy. You know what's going on. Sometimes. And you know not to no, but you know not to fall into traps. I, I think I could see Davidson winning the game. I, I really could. This is the, the clear toss-up, obviously. But, yeah, I, I could ride with Davidson with you. Oh, I, I'm in, baby. I'm, I'm like, I'm with JJ. I love Davidson in this game. I This Michigan, this is not a vintage Michigan State team. And everybody's going to load up like they are. And I'll go a step further. You give me all the points you can give me with Davidson against Duke in round number two. Whoa! Well, are you, gonna, are you going to sprinkle? Will there you be give a sprinkle? Me all, there will be. You give me all the points. Let me just tell you, this Coach K farewell tour has already, you've seen two wheels come off. Loses the last home game to North Carolina. Loses the ACC tournament to Virginia Tech of all teams. I mean, honestly, Virginia Tech beating Duke in the ACC tournament final. And the final nail in the Coach K goodbye season. Losing to Davidson in the round of 32. Oh, my God. How great would that be? Uh, it would be phenomenal. Even for somebody who's going to pick Duke <laughs> to go to the Final Four, I will love every minute of them losing to Davidson in the round of 32. <laughs> Sign me up. So, Mike, you're telling me Davidson. I was going to phrase it this way. Who screws up Gonzaga-Duke in the regional final? Are you seriously telling me Davidson? I don't, I don't, I, I, Davidson could be, I'm not in my bracket. I'll tell you now, I'm going to take Duke to move on. Okay. All right. But, All right. but Ooh, when um, I bet the game, I will absolutely take the points with Davidson and maybe there'll be a small play on the money. All right. Who screws up Duke Gonzaga? Texas Tech. I think I a lot of people too. are going to say that. I could, I could yep. see that too. I think I, a lot like of people that. are going to say yeah. that. Guys, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna I know we're gonna do it I'm gonna take Texas Tech to go to the Final Four. Just I like that you're getting different. Like, I'm getting different yeah. in this region too. Good for yeah. you for getting different. I'm not laying the 145 of Gonzaga. I'm gonna go against the grain here. I can't believe I'm doing it because I never picked them to go to the Final Four. Duke's going to the Final Four. They're gonna get every call wow. known to man. And I think the losses at the end of the year and the loss in the ACC tournament is gonna help them. I'm telling you, I think it's gonna help them. They got size galore. And they matched up with Gonzaga earlier this year. I think we get a little Cinderella, baby. Cinderella with the pixie dust on Coach K one last time. He'll be down in New Orleans. If Duke plays him, I think Gonzaga cannot go. I, I think that Duke can beat Gonzaga in, in that eight game. They've beaten him already once this year. I, I have a very, I want to pick against Gonzaga. They screwed us so hard last year, not winning that championship. I want to go against them. I just can't find. I mean, look at these teams at the top of the bracket. I mean, Boise, UConn, Arkansas. These teams could beat Gonzaga. Come on. I think Duke's your only shot at beating them. And Texas Tech could beat them, Art. You're right. I just don't think Texas Tech's going to get there because they don't score enough. So that's no, my that, issue. That's always been my problem with them. They don't score enough at all. If they can, You know what, though? It's funny. They actually scored enough in that Big 12 title game. But they, they didn't play any defense. I mean, uh, you know, if they could ever score, like, in the high 60s, they got a real shot. I'll say this about this region, JJ. I, I think that it'll be chalk in terms of who gets to New Orleans, whether it's Gonzaga or Duke. But I think the rest of this region getting there can be an absolute mess. New Mexico State, Vermont, the winner of Rutgers, Notre Dame, Davidson. I could see these double-digit seeds, maybe one or two of them causing a lot of havoc 
but can, that'll help Gonzaga even more. To get I don't Orleans. disagree with that. Now, finally, gentlemen, Midwest region. This was the hardest region for me to pick as far as a Final Four winner because I love the three top teams. I love Kansas this year. They're a plus 210 to win the region. Auburn's at plus 240, even though they tailed off at the end of the year. Iowa, everybody's darling after the Big Ten tournament at plus 400. Wisconsin, a three seed at 10 to 1. LSU, 14 to 1. San Diego State, 23 to 1. Providence, who is a four seed, is at 32 to 1. That's all you need to know about Providence, folks. Uh, I'll start with you, Art. Rather telling, right, that Wisconsin is a three seed behind the five seed of Iowa. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we have Kansas plus 160, Auburn plus 250, Iowa plus 350. And then you get then you get real low down the board. I mean, Wisconsin is three, 12 to one, Providence 50 to one. I think that shows you all you need to know about Wisconsin and Providence. No love for them. Man, I, I'll say this. The one I like to throw out because we have some props, Auburn plus 200, not to make the Sweet 16. Hmm. I love it. I, I give it to me now, Art. I'll see you in a. I'll see you I in the morning. Mi- I think Miami <laughs> beats them. Miami is live, guys. I'm glad that you mentioned that. To me, Miami has a much better chance to beat Auburn from this standpoint. Their guards are going to infuriate, infuriate the inferior Auburn guards. Jabari Smith is a stud. He's going to be the number one and number two player in the draft. We know he's the real deal. That backcourt has been horrendous. I don't think USC matches up well with Auburn. I think Miami matches up very well with Auburn. And to your point, guys, I think they absolutely could beat Auburn. I would not be shocked in the least. I think that's a coin flip game. I I I like it. Yep. I think whoever wins the game is going to beat them. I actually don't care who wins the game. I think that USC could beat them, and I think that Miami can beat them. I think that either – this is the region, I'm telling you right now, um, this is the region where the madness is going to happen. Madness in that region. Um, Because this is the region. I'm taking deep shots. And I mean, USC, line is at one and a half. This is one of my favorite plays, guys. I'm all about the U here. I'm all about the U. I think they're guards. They have the big who can shoot it. Uh, I forget his name off the top of my head. I think it's like Hollenberg or whatnot. He killed Syracuse. He played very, very well. Very, very well in the ACC tournament. I'm in on Miami. Miami's well coached, too, with Laranega. I don't like this USA team. I'm all over Miami plus one and a half. I have Miami in the Elite Eight. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I like it. That's a frisky yep. pick right there, Art. Very yep. frisky. I, because if they get by Auburn, I don't care who comes out of that top. LSU, oh, Iowa top State, Wisconsin. Terrible. Forget That's it. That's a great point. The LSU-Iowa State game, you have no idea what to expect. That's and then Wisconsin-Colgate. <laughs> Mikey, are you going to be uh, taking a little toothpaste with you to the round of 32? Well, you know how I feel about the likes of Wisconsin and Iowa and Kansas. I never believe in those teams. And you put all of them in the same region for me. I mean, all these teams that always yak all over themselves. When we get to the tournament, you put them all in the same in the same region. I love it. Art, I got to ask you this. This LSU-Iowa State game, this has to be without question, the least bet game out of the entire first round. Does anybody care about this game whatsoever? I mean, it has no juice to it whatsoever, this game. Zero. You, you know, Mike, it has no juice, but it's had some interesting movement. Wow. You know, Iowa State, we opened, was getting five. Now they're getting four. So you've seen good psych- cyclone money come in. That's probably got a lot to do with LSU, the coach, who knows. Now they got an interim coach. And this is the other one, like UNC, 
that has seen a four point move in the total. The total was like 123 and a half, 124, basically all the way up to 127, 127 and a half. So there's only been a couple of games that you've seen a three to four, four and a half point move on a total. This is one of them. A lot of over money coming in there. Hmm. And I like LSU in that game. That is the perfect nobody believes in us spot. Me too. The coach is not there. I think the players are going to say, screw it, I, let's win anyway. I think they'll beat Wisconsin too. Well, I that, that's my thing. I hate all four of those teams. I can't justify any of those four teams doing much of anything. Uh, I can't. Colgate's not going to win in the first round, though, are they? They're not. I don't think so, but I, you know, I'd love I, to I, see it. I'd love I like to the see points. it, come on. They're, get, like they're the getting points. a lot of love with the points. There's a lot of seven and a halfs. They're, people are loving to bet Colgate because there's no belief in Wisconsin. There's just not. And talk about the computer numbers. Computer numbers hate Wisconsin. Guys, Iowa and Richmond, in case you're wondering from a spread perspective, Iowa is laying 10 and a half points. Providence, as a four seed, is only a two-point favorite against the Jackrabbits. I've been fading Providence all year. Their computer numbers stink. Art, I was vindicated finally in the Big East tournament. Butler, then the next round, they get it done. Great. You'll love to see it. Creighton won by 30 points. I'm taking the Jackrabbits here. Period. That line is all I need to know. Two-point spread. I don't care if everybody's on them. Jackrabbits are beating Providence. I'm with you, and I'm gonna. I'd take them on the money line. You know, it's nice to get the basket, but give me you know the plus one ten, plus one fifteen. Providence has been skating by all year. They've been lucky all year. It does scare you that that's kind of become like the the in. Okay, this is the thirteen that's going to make the move. Like yeah. Mike said, the thirteen has become the new sexy twelve. Vermont's been on that. People are all over Vermont, and I think South Dakota State has a lot of that. But I, I'm, I'm riding with the Jackrabbits. Uh, I have put in a small play on the Jackrabbits at 120 to one to win this region. Whoa, boy! Uh, a small play, nothing crazy. Uh, but I said I thought that this was the region where things could get nutty. Uh, I hate that th- that like Vermont, the whole world is on the Jackrabbits against Providence in this first round game. But I do feel that uh, they can beat. They, now they're good. You need whenever a team like this makes it far, you need some breaks. I mean, for every George Mason and VCU and Loyola of Chicago that makes it to the Final Four, somebody took out some big dogs for them along the way for them to make those runs. So I think that the Jackrabbits would need a little bit of that, maybe like a San Diego State or a Creighton upsetting Kansas, which is very possible in round number two. If something like that happens, it can open the door for them. Uh, But it's a small play. I think the Jackrabbits are worth it. I, I think that there's going to be some madness in this region. Uh, I would do it with LSU as well. I would do it with USC. I'm going to take a little splash on each of them to make it to the final four as well. Michael, would you think long and hard about South Dakota state to make the sweet 16 a plus seven sixty? Uh, that's uh, automatic. If I'm willing to go for them automatic. to win the region, okay. if, if I'm willing to go with them 120 to one to win the region, I'll absolutely go with the seven to one to make the sweet 16. And or you'd like this Miami to make the sweet 16 over a Fandle, basically getting plus 500. I love it. I, like I said, I have them in the Elite Eight, so sign me up. Guys, 8-9, Creighton-San Diego State, very tough game. The Aztecs been very, very good to me all year, but I really like what I've seen out of Creighton. I thought they played very well at the Big East Tournament. They have survived the fact that, hey, guess what? Their point guard is out. They've overcome it. They're playing a different style. It's working for them. Or it seems like a lot of liability with the Aztecs here. Are you guys going to be on Creighton? It feels like you guys are going to be rooting for Creighton in this game. 
we're definitely going to be rooting for Creighton. And because the total is so low, we'll be rooting for the under. I mean, a total sitting at 120, everyone's just betting the over because it's 120. So wow. we'll, we'll that need, total yeah. is at 119 and a half. That game is going to be so damn <laughs> ugly, boys. It's oh my crazy. God. That's a, yeah. you got to, you got to bet the under there. Uh, that's one of the unders as well. When it, it, Art, it's like they say, when they make the number that low, they can't make yeah. it low enough. Oh, they they can't, can't make it low enough, man. And, and that, that's why you see, you know, the public comes in, they just see a number like that. They're like, wait, these teams can't both score in the sixties. Well, yeah, they probably can't. So <laughs> that's, I mean, like that's on, why the totals where it wins. So, that's yeah. like on Saturday, right? Art? Cause in the title game, it was one eighteen and a half yeah. for the Aztecs and, uh, and, and Boise. It was one oh, yeah. and it still went under. Yep. And, and look, these are the types of teams that Kansas loses to in past tournaments. These San Diego, Northern State Iowa, teams, I remember Northern, Northern Iowa. Iowa, Bucknell go through all the lines. These are the types of games that they lose. The slow grinding teams. They play the Aztecs in round number two. Self's going to be just, he's going to be in a sweat the night before. I got to play this team that plays with no tempo whatsoever. They're going to slow me down bucket for bucket. That's why, uh, that's how you get the Jackrabbits to the final four. You get Kansas picked off by San Diego state. You know that you need crazy stuff like that to happen. All right, guys, let's pick final four teams. I was so torn between Kansas and Iowa. I think the winner of Kansas-Iowa ends up going to the Final Four. I've been in on this Kansas team all year. They're experienced. They have size. Mikey, I can't believe I'm doing it because I never picked them to go to the Final Four. Kansas, rock chalk, baby. Bill Self gets back. They're going to the Final Four. Um, yeah, I, look, I, I get it, but I'm not. This is where, like I said, I'm going off track on this one. Um, I will play uh, LSU at 14-1. to 1. I will play USC at 30 to one and I'll play the Jackrabbits at 120 to one. I know I'm picking three teams right now. No, but uh, with that value, but, you're allowed to pick three teams. I'll right. allow it. I, I, I'm not taking the chalk. I have no faith whatsoever that now somebody's got to win. I know you're going to say that Kansas never gets it done. Iowa that everybody loves Iowa right now. You watch how great Iowa is when they can't hit the broad side of a barn in the second round or the third round. You watch how great everybody loves them when Bohannon and McCaffrey are chucking up bricks. We'll see how everybody loves them. And Wisconsin, the same thing. They always fold, especially since Garb's been the coach. Give me all these other teams. I'll take any of them to make the Final Four. Art, who we got? Mike, I'm with you. I think Iowa's become too sexy. Everyone loves them. Everyone's kind of just penciling them in to like an Elite Eight or even make the Final Four. I'm with you. I could see them losing that second round game to South Dakota State. JJ, you and I have talked. We both have Kansas futures. I'm going to ride with Kansas because I just have to because I got I to gotta live with my preseason future. But I think they're going to they're gonna barely beat Miami in a lead eight game. Miami is my big team to make a move in this bracket, but I think Kansas still makes the final. Four. All right, guys, as a final thought, here's what we're going to do. Give me a national champion and then give me your favorite best bet for round one. I'll start with Mike Carver. National champion. Uh, I have a ticket on Arizona. I have a ticket on UCLA. Uh, so I have a ticket on those two. I hope it's one of them. If I had to pick one, it's Arizona. Very chalky, I know, but it's Arizona. And then your favorite round one bet. Jeez. <sighs> My favorite round one bet. Uh, if, if I had to stick one out right now, man, you're putting me on the spot here, JJ. Let me get them all back up really quick. I had them by region here since you just did that. I, I love South Dakota State. That's probably the one, but I think that the under, under North Carolina Marquette and the Sandy and the uh, South Dakota State Jackrabbits, and especially with that move, it's moved four points for you. So you're yeah. gonna get you're gonna get some nice stuff. Yep. All right, Art, your turn. 
Well, I mean, you know, listen, I got a future on Purdue. I got a future on Kansas. I don't think either will win. I think Kansas will make the Final Four. I'm going to pick, like Mike, Arizona to win it. I just think they're playing incredible right now. And my two, I'm going to give you two first-rounders I really like, both pretty sizable dogs. I'm going to take Longwood getting 17 against Tennessee. And I like Cal State Fullerton getting the 18 and a half against Stukes. Juicy, juicy, juicy. Guys, Kansas Jayhawks. It's their time. They got size. Ooh. They got shooting. Oh, they got experience. Man. I can't believe I'm putting my money on Bill oh, Smith to win God. a national championship. You're you guys gonna regret can mock that. me when they lose in the 8-9. Kansas oh. is cutting down the nets. And my two favorite plays, I think you guys are going to like them. Houston playing eight and a half against UAB. Miami plus the one and a half against USC. Let's go. Love it. You're going to hate Bill Self in three weeks. I mean, actually, you might hate him by the end of this week. Uh, don't All even. Right. Don't so even. you might hate him by the end of this week. Guys, thanks so much for doing this. This was a ton of fun. You're not going to find a better comprehensive breakdown of everything for this NCAA tournament. Mikey, Art, I love you both. Check Mike out on SportsGrid. Art the Caesar over at the Westgate Superbook. Boys, we got a lot of ca- uh, cash and tickets to do. Let's cash them. Let's cash them. Let's cash them. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks, JJ. It's a ton of fun. We'll be back with New York, New York on Thursday. And we'll see how this bracket is doing. JJ, signing off. Be good, everybody. 